Welcome to Take This Poem Podcast, where we explore the rich, wild things that good poems can do in the everyday lives of ordinary folks. I'm your host, Mary Guidis. Whether you're a longtime poetry lover like I am, or just barely interested, I invite you to take this poem. I hope it amends the soil of your life. Hi. I hope we're good enough friends by now that I can pull this off. Often I put quite a bit of thought and time into what I'm going to say about the poems that I bring to you. And that's great. I'm going to keep doing that. But I need once in a while to just be able to bring a poem because I want to. Because the poem itself is uh, wanting to be read and I'll just figure out my comments as I go along. So forgive any extra ums or bumblings that come along with this one. This also is the first time I'm going to give a little bit of a parental guidance um, suggestion. I would probably read this poem to my kids, but I know when I read it to a group of adults last summer, there was a lot of squirming and uh, awkwardness. So I just thought maybe I should take that as a sign that You might want to listen before you let the little ones listen along with you. And as poems by Sharon Olds, I have a feeling I might be giving parental advisories often when I bring poems from her. She's the queen of the unflinching, deeply earthy, um, I don't even know what else to say about her poems. You'll see. You'll see as I read them to you. She is unsparing. She, when she's going to address something, she does it all the way. And she isn't afraid to be explicit. She isn't afraid to dig down really deeply into the nitty gritty of life, into her past, which has its hardships for sure, into sex, into parenthood, into love, um, violence. She will tackle all of it head on. And often her poems, I can read a few before I have to take a break because I feel like I've been punched in the stomach a few times. Now this is a mild one, don't worry, but I think it will give you an example of what I'm talking about with her and her brave, full embrace of difficult topics. This poem's called These Days. Whenever I see large breasts on a small woman these days, my mouth drops open slightly. If she's walking down the street toward me, it's a little painful to let her pass. Once I heard myself very quietly moan. And on the train that time, she couldn't have been much more than twenty, tall and willowy, The motion of the train jiggled her mammae steadily like two panfuls of water. I watched them slosh in their tight skins, and a great sadness came over me. I am so tired and thirsty. I want to suck sweet lacteal heat with the savory silk of the human woman along my cheek. I want to be a baby. I want to be small and naked or with a dry diaper, in fond arms with the nipple in my mouth, to work it gently in its lax nursing state with my gums. I do not want teeth, 
not even the day stars of teeth to be. I want to be soft bone, bendable, a creature who has come out of the womb, maybe not days before, but a couple of weeks. I want to be a capable baby, conscious of bliss, of the nourishment streaming out of the breast like the music of the spheres. And I don't want it to be my mother. I want to start over. When I read this to the group of adults, one of my friends said, that's a lot of wanting. I want, I want, I want. And it's true. Those words are in here many times. But I don't see it as a list of many different wants. I see it as each time she says that, she's digging her way closer and closer down to what it really is that she wants. So I, I see all these wants as attempts to put into words what she wants. And we don't always know. It's harder than it seems to know what we want. And this is actually one of my favorite, favorite poetry topics is to be able to hear another human trying to say what they want. And as I said, it's often more difficult than it seems. Sometimes we want to say we want something, but if we look more closer, it's really something else. And so to be witness to her, I pictured a shovel. Each I want is a dig, dig, dig. And finally at the end, she does get down to what she wants and it's something hard to say. She wishes she could have had a different mom, a different childhood, that things could be different. But we move through all these phases wondering, is this sexual? Is it just wanting to be helpless again? What is it? What? Why does she want all these things? And at the end, we realize it's a new start, a new beginning that all of this hunger and thirst and longing is really about. As with so many of her poems, there are some seriously rad images here and phrases. First of all, I love the phrase capable baby. Saying that is fun. Try it. It's really fun. Um, and her description of the baby, the soft, bendable, capable baby, conscious of bliss. And I love the, um, where is it here? The tiny day stars of teeth to be. And I can just picture the pink gum with the little cross I don't know why teeth come in looking like a little white cross, but they are like a little star. Um, and of course, the breasts sloshing in their tight skins like two panfuls of water. That's pretty good, isn't it? So she throws those in. I mean, she's got it both. She's got the images that just make you like catch your breath with how true they are. And then she has the you know, punch in the stomach honesty of wanting things that make people feel really awkward when you say you want them. <laughs> Even reading this, someone else talking about this has made people feel awkward, but I just keep doing it because there's something fun about it. Um, so I'm going to read this one more time. These Days by Sharon Olds. Whenever I see large breasts on a small woman these days, my mouth drops open slightly. If she's walking down the street toward me, 
It's a little painful to let her pass. Once, I heard myself very quietly moan. And on the train that time, she couldn't have been more than twenty, tall and willowy. The motion of the train jiggled her mammae steadily like two panfuls of water. I watched them slosh in their tight skins, and a great sadness came over me. I am so tired and thirsty. I want to suck sweet lacteal heat with the savory silk of the human woman along my cheek. I want to be a baby. I want to be small and naked, or with a dry diaper, in fond arms, with the nipple in my mouth, to work it gently in its lax nursing state with my gums. I do not want teeth, not even the day stars of teeth to be. I want to be soft bone, bendable, a creature who has come out of the womb, maybe not days before, but a couple of weeks. I want to be a capable baby, conscious of bliss, of the nourishment streaming out of the breast like the music of the spheres. And I don't want it to be my mother. I want to start over. Part of my vision for Take This Poem was to have it be interactive. I imagined it as a virtual bonfire poetry reading, where friends, family, local poets, and you can come together to warm our hands on some poetry. So what would that look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. You could send me a voice recording of you reading a poem to be included in a mailbag poetry reading. Commenting on the poem is welcome, but optional. Don't be shy. It's the only voice you got. What better use for it do you have than reading beautiful words out loud? Also, you could request a poem that you'd like to hear me read and ponder on the show. Or tell me what you've been thinking about these days and I could play literary matchmaker and choose a poem for you. And by the way, I am aware that I have a small but loyal following of youngsters out there and these invitations are all open to them as well. Send any of these or other ideas you have to take this poem podcast at gmail.com and join me in sharing good poems with this little community. I hope to hear from you soon.